You got this, man. Just, just be you. Do you? I don't have. Why do you buy? I feel so naked. Hey, I have no information. I have nothing. I am so ill prepared. Can I just say what we're both thinking? Dave, you look good. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. I have melted chocolate on my fingers. Melted chocolate, yeah, Brian Chesco. Yeah, that's right. Delicious cookies. Lots of coffee. It's dark outside. It's almost like it's normal recording. Almost. Except it's not. Except it's not. We're doing this at night. How are we going to sound at night compared to the morning? I don't know. Probably. We're awake. You think so? Maybe. I guess. Yeah, maybe. Let's find out when we get to the matches. <laughs> There's a reason why we're doing this at night. The Premier League matches from the last match week just ended hours ago. We had a Tuesday Wednesday match week this week, thanks yeah. to the fourth round of the F- fourth round fourth round of the FA yeah. Cup this past yeah. weekend. And so we're recording on Wednesday night to try to get this out to you. So you've got at least two full days to listen. Yeah. Before the next, we match are trying week this to weekend. hustle now. Oftentimes, as one of my favorite podcasters says, nothing ever gets. And nothing good ever comes from hustling. Matthew Berry, thank you for that. So Yeah, the last time I hustled, I almost broke a rib. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) When you get to a certain age in life, hustling no more matters, okay? Like, your your new hundred – like, I I love playing – I play in a a fall uh, – or a spring softball league. Okay. Okay. When you get to be plus, like, 38, 35, or eh, 38 to 40, especially when you're plus 40. 38 to 35 is a tricky time frame. When you're (laughs) – <laughs> Shut up. When you're 40 plus, your new 100% is like 80%. Okay. Because if you go 100%, guaranteed to get hurt. That's so every, popping Achilles. Every time. When Pogba turns 40, he's going to get an 80 emoji, not a 100 oh, yeah. emoji. Okay. Right. Sure. Absolutely. But bottom line is, I can't imagine why I even jumped into that analogy. But, oh, because nothing good's coming from hustling. We're hustling trying to get this out. Guaranteed, worst pot ever. We say all the time that we have no idea what's about to happen. We literally have no idea what's going to happen in the next. Yeah, there hour were games plus. today. I'm not even. I'm not even fully prepped. <laughs> It'll be as unpredictable as Manchester guys. United playing at home to Hull City. Guys, oh, guys, geez. guys, come on Seriously. now, come on now. You're not supposed to let on that we don't know what we're doing. Listen, anyone who listens regularly, it's obvious. I mean, come on. <laughs> so you're saying this is going to be worse than yeah, normal? Yeah, sure. Of course. Okay, great. Well, we're going to try to go yeah. through the 10 matches that took place both Tuesday and Wednesday of this past week. Uh, being sure to give you the fantasy analysis, maybe that you need. Chatter. Uh, maybe we'll be entertaining. This week it's going to be fantasy chatter. We're going to be entertaining as best we can. No, I got some real questions. Oh, the hard-hitting questions? Yeah, I got well, some ask real them questions. Yet. Let's save them. Yeah, Same per way. match. Let's get on to this. Per match. Questions, because he doesn't have any answers. He answer. doesn't have anything. <laughs> we're going to start hey, with a... I'm going to ask him. We're going to start with the segment we do every week, right off the top. So we're starting big. We're already doing this different. I'm going to start with my honorary fantasy half point. Can because... We, hold on, stop. What, what? Let's at least go with on to the matches. No, we're not there yet. Yeah, oh, we're not no, ready for the matches. No, yeah, we're He's doing this different. This is a off. different show. Yeah, come on, Dave. Oh, I'm so lost. You've got the agenda in front of you. Uh... There you, you can sure edit, edit this part. Thing. Edit this part. <laughs> no, no, no leave it in. Yes! Leave it in. Nope. Oh, my gosh. They need to know. By the way, Everyone's before already we get started listening. anymore at this point, normally we're recording in the morning. Yeah. And I, and, and I use my wife's computer to record with. Do we need to air this out in front of the... Sure. Okay. 
If any, if they hear any dings, it's because my wife's home awake getting text messages, and I don't know how to turn the freaking thing off. So, On the computer. So, pod audience, just bear with me, please. We are so high-tech, 21st yeah. century yeah, that's podcast. It. On to the fantasy half point. Oh, On to the fantasy Brian. half point. So, this past weekend, as we mentioned, the fourth round of the FA Cup, there are uh, there's some interesting stories. There's an interesting alternative narrative going on with the FA Cup. Uh Primarily surrounding two fifth-tier clubs who are still in the competition. There's 17 clubs still in the FA Cup. One replay still needs to occur next week. It'll be a round of 16 as soon as that replay is done. But two of the 16 will be fifth-tier clubs. Now, for those of, uh, 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 in our audience who are from the United States and are maybe still new to English soccer trying to figure this out, the fifth tier is basically where the semi-pro leagues start. Yep. They're not fully professional leagues. The right. guys who play at those levels and lower... They've got other jobs. They basically play on Sunday afternoons. They just go play on the weekends. Yeah, they just go play and have fun. They they have they've got kits. They've got a place to go play, a little local field in the in the in the town. But uh, that's about it. Right. You know, it's it's organized, but you <laughs> know, organized it's referees semi pro. <laughs> well, the two fifth tier clubs, Lincoln City and Sutton United, both won their fourth round matches. They're both uh, scheduled to play now in the fifth round. But the story coming out of the Sutton United match, Which is amazing. winning at home over Leeds United. Leeds is a is a big club in English lore. Championship level. Champ- championship level. They've level been much right higher. Right underneath the Premier League. Absolutely right. In fact, right. they're in line to get promoted to the Premier League. They might be in the Premier League next year. They very well they're, could be. I think be. they're currently third in the championship. And they have a great history for those who, who, have, done, who have done the studying to go back and yes. see. Leeds United has a great uh, history in English soccer. Uh, they belong in the Premier League. The, the Premier League will be better when they're back at the top level. But they lost to Sutton United thanks to a penalty kick by one Jamie Collins, captain for Sutton United, who just like all, most if not all, of the players on Sutton United, is just doing this on the side. He's just playing soccer on the side. What is his full-time job, Brian? He is a bricklayer. A bricklayer. Excuse me. Excuse me. A bricky. He's a brick mason. He is a mason, oh, not okay. a brick layer, Brian. No, oh, we can edit. We can edit that. Terms. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Uh, We're not editing the uh, editing that out either. I don't want to insult Jamie Collins. He's a brick mason. I almost said layer. Well, I'm trying to confuse you. We're in Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie mouth. Bernie mouth. Well, but he's a brick mason. He is. He is a, a probably a very he skilled. Works, he works mason. construction. As his regular job, yep. As, as the reports uh, after the match said, a lot of these guys they have to work another job just to make ends weep, ends meet, weep, it, or they'll weep, or they'll weep, <laughs> or their families will weep. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Collins is one of those men, but he scored a big goal. What a massive game! He celebrated probably harder with his non-team, uh, the non-team supporters who were there. Yeah. Great images after the goal and after the match. Everybody was there to support it. Was, it Fantasy was, half point, Jamie Collins. Absolutely. When Thank I started, know. I watched some of the games Saturday morning, and I wasn't aware of the size of Sutton United and or their history. I didn't realize that they weren't a a club or that you know. But I did notice like it pretty much looked like they're playing on like a high school field. Yes. I mean, there was yep. hardly yes, any stands. Yep. Yes. It was so... It's fun, right? That's one of my favorite it parts It was so about bizarre. And what, what yeah, I, I, I wish would have happened was 
All the small teams in the next round, this round of 16 in the FA Cup, got yeah. drawn against bigger teams. Oh, yeah. Which... You know who uh, Sutton's playing, I right? know. Sutton's playing Arsenal. But which, they're hosting Arsenal. That's going to be the fun which part. Which is cool. Yeah. Because the big club coming in to Sutton United, Sutton gets another home game. And uh, so good for that. I mean, I hope were, Jamie Collins nutmegs Mezzarozzo. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> there were teams. I mean, there, there, there's houses that yes. can just look down yeah. into Sutton United, United's field. Like you can sit in your living room probably and watch the Arsenal Sutton game. But the beauty of English soccer, and I wish we had the, an equivalent to this in American sports, but we, we don't, don't. Not even with MLS. Stupid. The closest MLS. thing we would have would be the March Madness. Uh, college basketball tournament when you yeah. have a, a small school it's not a great analogy but it's you're not right. but you're right. it, it's a small college school basketball. that could end up playing a big school and there's, that's right. there's a one game shot and it, you know if you yep. get, win it you move on you know somewhat similar the i always think about baseball because you have different levels of professional yeah. baseball and semi-pro baseball here in the united states this sutton united hosting arsenal in the fifth round of the fa cup is basically going to be like your local american legion baseball team hosting the New York Yankees, yeah, for a baseball game, yeah, that matters, yep, in in the scope of English soccer, like playing in a tournament, isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's amazing. That's why the FA Cup's great. Yeah, I'm going to watch. You should watch too. Win the FA Cup fifth round. That that match is Monday, February twentieth. All right, we're ready. Fantasy half points out. On to the matches. On to the matches. Let's get to it. Let's start with the big one. <laughs> Liverpool one, Chelsea one. Goals from Jorginho Wijnaldum and David Luiz Whatever. lead to a 1-1 result, but only because Simone Mignolet with an amazing penalty kick save on Diego Costa. Simone Mignolet, man of the match again. Maybe. Nothing's the- better than watching Costa screw something up. <laughs> and let's be honest. They got that penalty because he flopped. He should have been given simulation on it that foul. It either had box. to be a penalty kick or a yellow card for simulation. I agree. It was. Pathetic. There was a bit of a jump on that, oh. and, and that, to me, should warrant it, a yellow card. The but. the soccer gods looked down and said, not to, not today, Diego. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. Uh, oh, is it Simon or Simone? Simone. What do you want Simone. it to be, Dave? What do you Simone, want it to be? Let's they, write the pronunciation. They said, guide. we're going to give Simone a little bit of blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, you know, Costa. Those are good cookies, by the way. You know what Delicious my favorite? You, like, know what I, you know what I, I like? like? I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> Like I keep picking at this cookie. Chomp, chomp, chomp. You know what I like is Jurgen Klopp. Why so? If I had played against Costa, I could oh, never man. be friends. <laughs> That's how it is. That's why everybody loves him. Yeah, he says the things that we say too. He just. But says when you have him state. in your team, it's much more fun. He is a warrior. What Antonio Conte, what Conte is doing with Chelsea is outstanding. But Chelsea without Costa this season. Oh. He is not it's true, right? He <laughs> yeah, is not the nicest guy on the pitch, but I saw no real big incident and until someone tells me something. If someone tells me it was a dive, maybe I'll be angry tomorrow. Okay, so he never saw it. It was a dive. It was absolutely Anytime there's a contact, dive. they're going to give it the penalty kick. So I don't I don't blame Clattenburg for what he for the call. I'm not going to say he was wrong, but I do agree with you. He definitely sold the penalty. Okay, game. so Scott, I want to ask you this. Yeah. As I like to do, as, as we like to ask each other about our teams. Yes. Liverpool has had a horrible 2017. <laughs> it's true. Horrible. Yeah, one win, I think, so far this year. Yeah, and that was against the Pilgrims from Plymouth Argyle. In a FA Cup replay, yeah. Okay. So after they drew them once, I actually. Know, at home. Okay. 
That being said, this by far was their best result in 2017 in the last 30 days. Mostly because of the opponent. Yeah, that's right. What do you mean mostly because of the opponent? They yeah, drew absolutely. to the league leaders. No, no. I, yeah. Yeah. But you said mostly. I don't know how that's debatable. This is their best performance in 2017. Yep. But I know there's a lot of speculation going into this that what's going on with Liverpool. I mean, they've been on the downhill slide. This yep. probably yep. coming back up now maybe is going to give them a little uh, – I mean, how does this make you feel, you being the fan, hopeful. watching this? Hopeful. Uh, hopeful. Uh, honestly, it's interesting now that uh, we'll get to City's performance earlier today. Now that they've won, those two teams are equal on points in fourth place, which makes going to Hull kind of a must-win in their next match. They've got to, they've got to fully – Hull they've got played to good today. They did. We'll get to that. And they, we'll so Liverpool are going to have to capitalize on this good result, this draw to che- against Chelsea – and 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 start winning now moving forward to really turn this thing around uh, fully. But, uh, yeah, there's reason for hope. They looked good. The one guy who struggled and who is actually going to get the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award, Roberto Firmino. And I have a close runner-up second to that, by the way. That's, that's absolutely fine. But Roberto Firmino had, I think he had one, I think one per half. There were, there were two chances. I'm pretty sure one was he in the first the half. He had the best chances of anybody. And one in the second. The yep. Absolutely. One was kind of a bobble, but he skied it, and it wasn't even on target. Yeah. It, it, even if he kicked it, kept it low to the ground, it would have been off target. And then another one where he just couldn't get any strength behind a, an open header in front of in front mm-hmm. of that. So Roberto Firmino, he's probably the only other guy who feels as bad as Diego Costa after this match. Yeah. Good, uh, good. I hope Diego Costa feels bad. How does David <laughs> Luiz feel after this match, Brian? Cheeky. Cheeky no, goal from David Luiz. So those who didn't see it, Chelsea has a free kick outside the box. Yeah, it's shootable, but it's it's I don't know, it's probably 10 yards outside the box. It's not it's debatable whether it's shootable or not. William standing over the top of it backs up like he's going to kick it. Simone Minule, for no reason at all is he the wall's set, but he's talking to his other defenders trying to make sure they're in the right spots. Clattenburg blows, the referee blows the whistle. Well, David Luiz runs up out of nowhere and just blasts the ball. Mignolet is still directing traffic, and the ball goes right past him and goes in. Yep. That was Chelsea's goal. They were dominated in possession. They were dominated on almost every facet of the game except the scoreline. Yeah, it was one of those And it's just really annoying to see them... Suck, luck their way and luck their way into another win, especially after the the rest of the results for the weekend. Uh, That's right. Can someone explain, Scott? This just I feel like it goes back to everything you've said about Simone Mignolet all along. Uh Per Opta stats, six of the fourteen penalties he's faced, he has saved. When when it comes to his instincts, when when all he has is his instincts, he is one of the best in the Premier League. When he has to think about it, yeah, he turns into Flappy Bird. No question. Now, as far as the bigger picture in fantasy with Chelsea and Liverpool players, you know their rankings are still the same. Mane came on. He's back. He came in off the bench, played the last 15 minutes. He brought some pace. He's going to be fine moving forward, it would seem. What about Adam Milano? He Trans- has not. A, he's kind of been on a cold out. streak. Keep the faith with you're the saying, midfielders. You're staying hold? <laughs> Always, I, I I already documented because I get nervy week. twitches, and if they're not doing something in two or three weeks, and I like to send them up the road. But you know, as soon as you do, what's going to happen is Lolana's going to score, score a brace against Hall next week, this coming weekend. That's what's well, going to happen. Lolana is rapidly losing value, and he's losing owners. 
He is the second most transferred out player for the round. He was the second most transferred out going into this past week as well. Do you have his last five games? Uh, yeah, I do. His last five matches, Dave, you want to know what they are? Six, one, two, 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 two. Wow, yeah. So that's four weeks in a row with no no real return. And But this week, that's I, mean, what I'm I, saying. I yeah. think it was a little bit not, I mean, there was some risk of him not playing this week because he had that cut. Klopp saying that he had he needed stitches, and so it was him and Klein that were both kind of, uh, if there wasn't, if there was anyone iffy for the match, it was Klein and Lana, and they were like 10% iffy. Klopp's got to play his best 11 right now because they are, they are in a bit of a skid. A win will fully bring them back, hopefully. He's I think that result today is going to help, help things. I think so. But that I means know Lana, Brother Matt has been ready to jump off a cliff. Like He didn't he, even watch the game. He has been very doomsday about Liverpool. He, he, got, he got there pretty quickly. Honestly, every and every Liverpool fan... Yeah, but is fan, he being a realist, or is he being... No, every Liverpool fan who was expecting a title challenge, I think was a little bit... It was a little bit of a stretch. Fourth place is still so the So you're goal. saying you weren't expecting a title challenge? We you, have been, and I've been on record. You just to make a step top four, right? I've been on record saying that we were have been title contenders at various points this year. No question. We were first place for a while. However, the ultimate goal is still, has been, and, and still is That's fourth four. place. That's yeah. right. And then next year, reinforcements can come in for, for the Champions League and hopefully for a title run. But as far as Chelsea and Liverpool players go, even the ones who didn't score big, hold on to yeah, them. This I, was I, always a, a tough match. Nothing changed, nope. my opinion, uh, really on any players. Eden Hazard is one of the other guys. He was he's the, been transferred he out was a lot. the most transferred out. He, hasn't, uh, he was the only guy transferred out more than Lallana last week, and he is still fifth, sixth most. I got rid of Hazard a few weeks week. ago. He's not on my team. It's a little iffy, though. I mean, he still has the second most points among midfielders. It's, he, is yeah, he one of those guys you just keep in there and you know at the end of the year it's going to work out for you? Yeah, but, I mean, there, there's other guys I mean, scoring. He assisted the, but he if you're assisted chasing no, one, no one had a crazy week this it's week. It's hard to chase points. And that's exactly it. So if if you've held, if you held, well, yeah. that's what I did this week was yeah. sold Lalana for guilty. Oh, wow. But if you held, move there. If you held Hazard, you've gotten – Basically alternating weeks of nothing or an assist for the past five weeks. Yeah. He goes assist, nothing, assist, nothing, assist, nothing in mm. the last five. Yeah. Assist Louise's goal, get, ends up getting the assist on Louise's goal. I mean, what do you He got do? the assist on Louise's goal? What, he get fouled and gave right, up the free yep. kick? He was credited with the that's assist. A, what, sure. that's he a was stupid. the one who, who <laughs> got so stupid. You hate the rules of who gets assists. That's so arbitrary. You know what I'm sick of? You know what I'm sick of? Tell me. Talking about Chelsea. Let's move on. <laughs> Arsenal 1. I'm sorry. I've got a typo here. Watford 2. Oh, what a jerk. Um, <laughs> what, a, oh. what a jerk. Arsenal's goal, Alex Awobi, he is, he is performing this year, Dave. I've been saying that. Well, you have been. Watford's goal. I don't goals. own him, but I've been saying that. How did Arsenal give up a Jonas Kabul goal? What's he doing taking free kicks? And then Troy Deeney. That's what it must have been. Troy no. Deeney with the winner. It, listen, oh, Jose Mourinho can't complain about a team being unlucky. Now, maybe if if Arson had been on the sidelines, he would have been better prepared for, for somebody like you know what I learned? kicking a free kick. Well, I'll save that for later. Um, look, <laughs> something happened to Aaron Ramsey. He went off the game hurt. Yeah, he did. Okay. And I don't know when it happened, but I think it happened before their second goal. So 
Watford scores their first goal, a free kick, about the same spot on the field where David Luiz's kick was in the Liverpool game, in the Chelsea game. Jonas Kabul comes up and kicks it. It goes, it misses like the two-man wall. Like they're out far enough. There's only like two men in front of the ball. Ramsey is back kind of behind the two-man wall, standing in, in a place to make a deflection. It He kind of turns away from the ball instead of actually trying to kick it. Granted, it was coming very fast. It deflects off Ramsey and goes in. Check has no chance to get I'll it. I'll bet he was looking on the sidelines and thinking, man, it's just weird not seeing manager over there. <laughs> if if Arson was there, I would have tried to have blocked it. Arson's doing yeah. Right now. Yeah. Go look. <laughs> and then he's bring. I, I don't know. know. I'm just kind. Of, so, I'm just trying to get into Aaron Ramsey's mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not, not even trying the accent. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just imagining myself in Aaron. So, man, so what does the Welsh accent sound like, Brian? Man, where'd that guy go? <laughs> <laughs> the voice inside Ramsey's head. We'll get is to Aaron Ramsey's whispering. injury at well, the end. Sure. Ooh, so, teaser. I, so, I, at some point after that, something happened. Ramsey, a few minutes after this, loses the ball around midfield. Kapu takes it from him. He has a chance to to catch Kapu from behind. Kapu's not a speedster. He doesn't do it. He just kind of lollygags behind him, and I think that kind of shows. That he was struggling with some form of injury, because what happened is that started a fast break that in uh, in turn had a shot on goal. It got deflected by check deflected it into the path of Troy Deeney running onto the goal, who then taps in for a second. Someone now, forgot forgot to tell should Aaron. we do some sort of a like a, a siren or a, or or like a party poppers for or Troy Deeney? No, for Kapoo for Etienne Kapoo. It's his first return of any kind of points since 10 weeks. Wow. <laughs> Told you to sell him a long time ago. Wow. Yippee! <laughs> What's funny, though, is, I mean, he's still in the top 10. Is he like, in the top 40? He's, he's, he's at least in the top 40. Among midfielders, he is 16th. Wow. It's not terrible. That's amazing. Well, all anyway, all if you kept the bank. faith. At that, point, yeah. <laughs> at that point, Arsenal had... Uh, I, I guess it took them till halftime to and just I think they they thought that they could just show up and just win the game and that just shows you're not a title winning team. Were they looking ahead to Chelsea this coming weekend? Maybe no. I'm, I, I think they just thought they could just show up and their talent would take over. You Watford think they had looked bad at results. Watford and thought these guys are such garbage right now. They yes. have been garbage. They're in the worst and they have been garbage. Ever. Their results have been horrible. And we're at home. Yes, I think they thought we could just roll out there and win. And if you look at so the transfer, they had a bit of a bit of unluck. However you want to claim it, although they, you know, again, if you want to win titles, man, you've got to win games like this. They're just, they're, they're not Especially ready. at home. You know, I like to look at kind of the net gains or losses from the transfer window, too. And Watford, I, I look at their business. They did a lot of business, both in and out. It looks like they took a net loss, to be honest with you, some of the guys that they let go. But here they are, inspired, and they win at the Emirates. Pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, one unlucky bro... <laughs> in this match week, Lucas Perez. Did you see Ryan, that shot off what do you the want? underside of the crossbar? That guy shot your favorite shot. It, it, was, should, it should be worth at least half. <laughs> it should. Uh, oh. 
It's it should more, be a half it, goal. It is more difficult than kicking it into the net space. Than, than hitting the underside of the bar and missing. It's 10,000 times more difficult than hitting it directly off the bar. <laughs> he took some paint off that crossbar, too. That, that was, was a laser. Yes, it was. So they're that close to at least so, getting a draw. Uh, Arsenal lose Herhelio, to Watford. Brian, did I say that right? Herhelio, <laughs> Herhelio, not even a bit. Not even close. Had no. some amazing saves, too. Sure. Always well. does. So Arsenal, one and a half. Watford, two. Yeah. You still lose, even with no one No matter what, half. you're still going to lose. I'm still not changing my, my opinion on, on any of the uh, Arsenal players. I think. Sure. Although. Alexis is I'll far and away the highest score. I will say fantasy. this. Oh, yeah, if you don't own Ra- Sanchez, you're just you're getting left behind. I own Giroux. I'm wondering if he is going to continue to start. He's cooled off a little bit, especially with the way Welbeck looked in the FA yes, Cup game. Yes, yes. You have Perez who can play on a wing. Walcott is healthy. Arsenal has all, pretty much everyone and but Santi Cazorla healthy. This is the first. This was the second week in the last three weeks. That Giroud doesn't make it to 60 minutes. And this time he subbed off at halftime. At halftime, that's right. This should be... And Chelsea next next week, this coming week, you know, it's not going to be an easy match uh, for him. And because of his price, if you want to take a risk right now, we can talk about risky man to own that's cheaper than him. Who's that? We'll get to it in another match. Oh, okay. man. Oh, wow. Not in teasers. this match. It's full of teasers today, Scott. So when Drew for being is at the as height, wildly unprepared as we are, there sure is a lot of suspense in this in this episode. Drew's last six, seven, eight, fifteen, five. That was the height of his good stretch there, yeah. and then two and one in these. I'm glad my wife's getting all these text messages. Two That's and awesome. one in these last two matches. I wish I could turn that stupid thing off. Tottenham goes to Sunderland, nil nil draw. At the Stadium of Wait, what match is this? Oh, for God's sake! At the Stadium of Light. Oh man, how did this match happen? That's a great question, Brian. That's actually right on the agenda. Oh man, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, now that I look at it, no, seriously, <laughs> how did this match happen? Uh, what is this off the top of your head? What is the record now for Sunderland against the best possible teams in the Premier League when they play at home? The Stadium of Light is a is a bit of a fortress. They drew they drew with Sunderland, right? Or with Liverpool, right? They almost beat Manchester City. It's crazy. It's weird. Because they're not good. And they've no, only gotten the worse. T- everyone's talking all week long about how they're making desperation moves, getting Julian Lescott. To replace getting, Patrick Van Onholt. Right. You're getting you're just getting folks to come in and play. The NBC announcers uh, during the transfer the transfer day the deadline show that they did yeah they're just you know the, the the response from across the board nearly everyone was what are they doing they have a manager or an, a team owner that yep. wants to sell the team yep. they're not really interested in buying anybody actually good and anyone they have well, that's good they're willing to let go out the door to anyone who's willing to pay yeah. money Patrick big Van net Anholt. loss Patrick Van An- Van Onholt to Crystal Palace yep. good for him. Well, here's even the thing. Even though it's not great, it's still good for him. Moyes yeah. was quoted several times during the month of January saying, basically, the club doesn't have the money or isn't going to spend the money. So I don't know if Moyes couldn't recruit, couldn't get guys in. I mean, it is a sinking ship. But his... Rudy Justed? Rudy Justed went to Middlesbrough. Oh, yeah, that's right. Different guy. Even he didn't go to Sunderland. He no, just stead. He should have just stead and... 
just did it. Aston no, Villa. he should have just. No, he, he knows just... what a sinking ship feels like at Aston Villa last year and didn't want to go to Sunderland, which is this year's equivalent. Now, Moyes has been blaming money, money woes as part of it. So, you know, he hasn't gone into any detail or anything, but he's basically said we don't have the money to buy players. So that's where Jolien Lescott, who's, you know, his hair knob is back in the Premier League for a while. Well, whatever happened in this match to Sunderland was enough to get them a point against Tottenham. Crazy. Tottenham is the biggest Brother possible Matt swears of this week. That Sunderland has black magic that keeps them up every the year. The black cats have black the magic. The black cats have black magic. They did well, with Sam Allardyce. I don't know, but with David Moyes. But I will say this. Clean sheets all around, for your Spurs defenders at least. All but one. And that one would be? Your injury man of the week. Yeah. Not like Spurs can afford to lose anybody else in defense. But they already cow. were down to Vertonghen and Alder Vareld. Although I think well, that Toby got play. in there. He was in there today, which is good for them. Uh, no, Danny Rose. That's really not good for them. And that was a that was a tough challenge to see the injury on you know, two guys coming together, and Rose unfortunately took the brunt of it. I mean, I guess we could talk about it right now since we're on it. But the the. You want to wait, is, you want to save this for injury roundup. I kind of do. We'll just save it's it just, for injury right, roundup. We'll save it. The point is that but he's that, hurt. He's hobbled. Yeah, and then there was a point in that I did watch this one. This was one that I watched the entirety of. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker goes clanging into a guy. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the match, after Danny Rose is already off, and I'm just like, you know, it looked it was similar to the um, who's the hall man that got his skull broken. Uh, Ma- Ryan, Ryan Mason. Mason. It was similar to that, but he was the one doing the headbutting. He was Jeez. the Cahill to the to the other guy's Ryan Mason. Wow. He's laying there for a minute on the ground. I'm just like, you can't afford to have people do this. If they lose one more guy, I mean, they really then they'll regret not signing anybody in the transfer. It's a big point for Sunderland, and points dropped for. Don't huge how point. can you shrug that off? Well, Tottenham's is it, is like it too third late? in the table. It's, it's a big point, but I mean, in the bigger picture, is it, is it too you're late? Playing you're playing a Sunder- you're shrugging a off the Sun- point for Sunderland. I'm not shrugging it off, saying it's not going to matter Spurs. at the end of the year who the point came against. Even though, yeah, it's a good result for them in this okay. match. But I guess I was referencing mainly Spurs, like Brian led on to. Yeah, honestly, those this are it's was like a, Arsenal this, losing to yeah. Watford. Yeah, that's, that's City was the only club dropped. in the top six who took all three points this this midweek. The uh, the big winners this midweek were City, were Chelsea, or yeah, yeah because Arsenal and uh, Tottenham they are nine points clear now. Honestly, like the biggest losers this midweek. If the biggest winners were Chelsea, you know who the biggest losers were? All of us. Yeah, because we are not going to have a fun title Chelsea. race. We're not going to have a fun title race. Honestly, I'm ready to give it to Chelsea. It's going to take disastrous injuries I, I am and a huge slump. If, if Arsenal can win this week, and then when Chelsea go to turf more the next week, no, there's a chance. Okay, there's but a chance they can lose at least four points. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's going to happen. Two words. You ready? Okay. Antonio Conte. He is great. He's great. He's going to win Manager of the Year at the end of the year, and he deserves it. Maybe. West Ham, nil. Manchester City, four. Speaking of the Citizens' big win, the goal scorers, KDB, David Silva, Gabriel Jesus. How'd I do there? Jesus. Holy Jesus. And Yaya Toure and a penalty kick. But honestly, we could also go through and list assists as well. You had Sterling with a great performance. Sané with a great performance. It basically looked like Liverpool. 
like the midfield of Liverpool, that the 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 front For, three with the midfield three behind. But they had a great attack. I want to say this: they didn't score their goals in attack. Turnovers. They scored them in turnovers. Turnovers mm-hmm. from the West Ham defense yep. right around the midfield. You're right. And or uh, Cresswell had a horrible one. Cresswell had a soft pass back across the middle of the field. Yep. Sterling, the speed of Sterling and Sané, and Gabriel Jesus. Who played a front three. Who play, Gabriel Jesus played striker. You know who didn't play, Scott? Tell me who. Sergio Cunaguero. Yeah. Who was fully fit and sat the bench and did not play. Once Along again. Along with yes. his boy, Claudio Bravo. <laughs> Once again, Pep Guardiola leaves fantasy owners guessing as to who he's going to play. Now, this was a, a repeat lineup, uh, at least up front, w- from the FA Cup match this this past weekend. Where they hammered someone. I can't remember who they played. <laughs> Stupid me. But they, they stomped on someone's face. Why would Bravo... Brian, if you have Caballero and Bravo, why would Bravo ever play again? They Winston Reeded uh, mm. the other team like Winston Reed stomped they did. John Stones mm. on the head. By the way, Dave, yeah. they went to Crystal Palace Thank and won 3-0. You. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that front three looked impressive. Although I saw a couple of quotes, uh, BBC Radio, uh, one of their pundits was basically saying they wouldn't have done this against another club. West Ham was terrible in defense. Their tactics were poor. They were very exposed in the midfield, but West Ham were unable to uh, take advantage of that. He said any other club that's any better in the midfield City's not going to run riot like they did today. So it'd be interesting to see how the next match goes. That might be a fair assessment. Uh, West Ham was starting Font in his first game playing with Winston Reed, and he gave up the, he his his foul that led to the penalty kick. Yeah, one of yeah, and it was a foul. How why in the world would they argue that it's whatever? Because that's what you have to do, right? I guess it's like it's like it's required. or something. I guess it's really annoying. But for all the possession that City had, you would have thought they would have scored in that. They did not score in their possession. They pretty much relied yep. on West Ham's mistakes, and then they capitalized. Those first three goals were all on turnovers that City scored within 15 seconds of that turnover. So here's the fantasy question for you two gentlemen. Yep. That front three. I still don't want – well, Gabriel, like- Je- Gabriel Jesus is a – might be an interesting own, but yeah. Pep scares me. I don't know who's going to yeah. play. That's right. Because Aguero's the guy we've said, maybe Sterling. That's been oh, kind of where we've stayed. We've said Aguero, but points Not anymore, per pound. Right? No, I think we were off Aguero. Let's jump I, back into this several weeks ago in a segment we like to call, what did we say? What, what did we say? <laughs> I haven't owned Aguero. I don't know how long. His cost is way too much, and he's way too inconsistent. Most intelligent Premier League owners have not owned Sergio Aguero since the week that he received his Red card. suspension. Yeah. Since then, he the has Chelsea done, is a Chelsea. He game. has had one goal in that entire time, and, and it was off the bench, and it was on a sub. So I don't know what in the world would possess you to own him when you can get at ten times the results in the since that time from. Any of the rest of the top <laughs> five scores, yeah, you would have gotten. You would have done better to have Jermaine Defoe since then, oh, by easily. far, easily. And that's not including Lukaku, who was down, who's been even to, even with a bad result today, yeah, has been better. Zlatan, Harry Kane, Diego Costa. I don't know what in the world would make you own Sergio. All Aguero of those for guys, thirteen dollars. Whenever you can have 
any of the other guys for 11 or less, 11.7 or less, to spend the rest of the money on a on midfield. Yeah. 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 That's it. Why podcast you... over? That's it. <laughs> yeah, That's I it. mean, it, it, Pep, Pep is scary. So, anyways, Pep is Gabriel scary. Jesus. I, I think uh, if, he's the guy. I'm... What I was gonna say is that's the guy. You, you see, who he's, knows what's gonna high. happen with Giroud? Who knows? Right, but he's, he's in the nine same and price, a half. He's in the same price range. Jesus is not. I wouldn't guess since people chase goals. I wouldn't imagine he's gonna stay nine dollars for very long. And if Can I give you? Can I give you my instinct on De Brown, this? Uh, I think DeBrown is the safest zone, but huh. even he has weeks where he doesn't start. Maybe Raheem Sterling is he he's been pretty consistent starter. Or maybe you just stay away altogether. Can I give I you I don't my, own any city, any city players. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, can I give you my instinct on Jesus? Sure. I have a feeling he's going to be uh kind of a flash in the pan. Like he's coming on strong to in his first couple of appearances. I think he's going to fade out very quickly. By the end of February, it's going to be Gabriel who? That's that's my guess. So if you want to score with Jesus, do it now. That's 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 me. I'm not obviously mm. I don't have any knowledge. That's me making a bold prediction, which we sometimes like to do. Hey Brian, can I do the John Stones fantasy ownership update? Before you do, okay. I just want to clear up Kevin DeBrana. <laughs> so that's a no. Here's no, yeah, that's an emphatic. This no. is okay. the that's first a polite no. This is the first week since week thirteen. That he was subbed off before the 83rd minute. So every week since Burnley, they played Burnley. He was subbed off in the 13. He played 13 total minutes. I'm guessing he was a sub on because I don't have that in front of me, and I'm not. What am I going to do? Almost certainly. Almost certainly. (laughs) Today he scores, plays 66 minutes, and he's off. What do they need him for? I mean, they were up three nothing. I'm sure whenever he was when he went off. Right. Yeah. So he has been. He he has been. Definitely the one guy that you could count on. If you had played him from the for, since the start of the season, you've gotten a really good point total from him. He hasn't been great. He had about the same I mean, the past two weeks. He's been um, he's been amazing because he had a goal and assist last week against Tottenham. But that's it. I, yep. I just don't. I mean, I, I it really is. How risky do you feel? He's expensive, so I don't know. It's all about risk, man. It is. Dave has no idea what you're talking about right now. He's been enjoying his cookie and coffee. John Stone's update. Yeah. So I've got good news, bad news, and the worst news. You ready? Somebody clack some stones together because it's time for the John Stone's update. So here's the good news. John Stone's, thanks largely to the clean sheet, scored six points this week, this past match week, bringing his uh, standing among all Premier League defenders to seventy fourth. Wow! He went up from seventy eighth to seventy fourth. That's wow. the good news. What a great, what a great move. The bad news is he's still one point behind Alfie Mawson in the standings among defenders. And if I'm going to be fair, Fabio and Curtis Davis as well. The worst news is fourteen point seven percent of owners still own him. Fourteen point seven percent is high. John Stone suffers nasty head injury as defender is left bloodied by Winston Reed's studs and Manchester City win, says DailyMail.co.uk. Wow. He went head first uh, as Winston Reed was stepping for the ball, and Winston Reed stepped not on the ground, but on John Stone's head. 
Hmm. I lied. That's the worst news. Actually, hmm. that is the worst news. Uh, he's fine. He played the full. Some he played the la full lacerations. Match. Did he? Did he play with the, oh, the yeah, bloody he, well, wrap yeah. on? He had a head wrap on at oh, the yeah. very end. Love that. I love the head wrap. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I really don't know why you would even have him because after two straight DNPs against Watford and Arsenal in week sixteen and seventeen, he played seventeen minutes, then ninety, then two, then ninety, then seven, then ninety. Yep. Hmm. 74th. Why do you own him? 74th. Why? No one should ever be looking at the 74th ranked defender. Manchester United nil, Hall nil. Mourinho winds again as United waste more chances to score. There's, I mean, what do you say here? Hall, we are, Hall we gets are the a point at Old Trafford. Team in the world. We, we are the unluckiest team in the world. I am treated <laughs> differently than other managers. Uh, if I was Jurgen Klopp, I could yell at officials more. I don't, I don't want to criticize my opponent. They did what they had to do. They are fighting for every point with all of their life. <laughs> all but right. They did with the best that they could. They pushed it as far as they could with the officials. Is he the Belichick of the Premier League? No, because like, Belichick in doesn't interviews? whine about referees. Belichick doesn't say anything. Well, exactly. I mean, was he saying if much If Mourinho there? kept his mouth shut, I'd like him a little more. Nah, that's not true. I'd probably still He's dislike him. pompous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Is that wrong? No, it's not going to be what you believe in. Okay, I mean, you're <laughs> No, you're right. You're absolutely That's not right. a curse. There's not That's much to say here, right? Zlatan, nothing. Pogba, nothing. It's not Rudy, that they didn't give nothing. nothing. They just they just didn't connect. I Mata. Yakupovich had a game of his life. Mattered he is, did. Wait, I don't think you said that there right. There are two things that mattered. Yeah. You got nothing from any of the attacking people for for Manchester United. Right? Yeah. Which is bad because tons of people on Zlatan. He was one of the most captain players can I tell you something fr frustrating for me? Can I just interrupt? Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. It's clean, and then you got clean sheets. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. Not if you own. No, Phil you Jones. didn't. Not if you started Phil Jones. Well, look, Phil Mother Jones. There's one. Like Dave, we said this. A he few went weeks off the fifty-fifth minute, Brian. <laughs> God bless. Give me five more minutes and then sub him off. So look. yell at Mourinho. He's not even hurt. Yell, don't yell at Brian. Yell at Mourinho. Listen, it's Brian's fault. Listen. What? In a segment we like to call, what did we say? <laughs> Several weeks ago, we said there's one guy that you can count on in the Manchester United defense. Yeah. Antonio Valencia. Yeah, but he's too expensive. That's the one guy. He's the best, he's the best no left doubt. back in the world, according to he Jose might, Mourinho. He's really good. He's very good, and you got a clean sheet from him if you played him today. Yeah. Daily Blind back on the field. Marcus Rojo back on the field today. Both of those. Guys none of them were the price cheap. bargain of right. Phil Jones. Of course not. And you don't. You can't predict injuries. And There's so, a reason he's cheaper, man. He only plays 55 minutes against Hull City. You hurt. Um, I <laughs> is it possible you, for Scott. both teams to be very lucky that they yeah. didn't lose? Yeah, they're both, both very lucky. Very Let me tell you teams. how lucky United got. They're at the very end lucky. of the game when they're pushing for that goal. A Abel Hernandez, Abel, probably Hernandez, uh -huh. gets a ball over the top. It was a clearance from one of the uh -huh. defenders. Yeah, and so he did wasteful. not do very well with it. He had a one-on-one -on -one with, with De Gea by like 50 yards. All he has to do is head the ball in front of himself. 
He kind of heads it up in the air too much. He has to try to bring it down, then control it. Does a poor job of that. And then defender gets back on him. Two defenders are able to get back and then defend it, and, and he uh, he just hits a weak, measly shot to De Gea. It pathetic. Uh, I completely might, pathetic. I might want to say, as wasteful as Roberto Firmino was, uh-huh. Marcus Rashford, twenty one. Marcus passes. Rashford, twenty one giveaways. Well, twenty one giveaways. I was going to say similar, similar. Great run to get behind the defense. Perfect ball over the top from one of the defenders. I can't remember who passed it. Does an ama- has an um, absolutely amazing first touch to bring the ball down. Yeah. And just does not put anything on it at all and just scoots it gently past. It was Hall's night, man. Defense. And that was because of... Phil Jones wasn't in there, probably. No, no, their goalkeeper no, had the match of his life. Did I we say that right? We don't know, Brian. How do we say that goalkeeper's name? Well, this is going to be a bit of an abbreviated, uh, an abbreviated how to say. Dave, can you put on some kind of music? For a really short song. Yeah, we've we've already exhausted some really short song. Let's do uh, let's do I don't know uh, some by the White Stripes, early early White Stripes. Did let's you do notice their first song, their first hit? Fell in love with a girl. That's like a minute and forty seconds. Like, Brian, did you notice last week know, that you actually you know played this stuff? Yeah, your song request last week. Yes, I did. I did hear that. It was very good. I mean, sometimes I can come through. Uh, this Bosnian-born mm. Swiss what? goalkeeper. He was born in Bosnia, but he's Swiss. Mind blown already. He, we mentioned him a couple weeks ago, Dave. Remember when you said you were trying to save money in goal? Yes, and you and said... You did save enough money because you went low but not low enough. You said... Eldon. Wow. You gave me the stat that before he went out in the beginning of the year, Hall was... He started was, the first few matches. ...was almost unbeatable. And they sw- he was one of the top... He was one of the top five goalkeepers in the, in the first, first like weeks four, of, five, first In like weeks five, six season. weeks. David Marshall comes in for most of the Phelan era. Yeah. Phelan leaves. Jakubovic now comes back in, or however you want to say his name. He, Eldon, <laughs> is his first name. Eldon. Why do you keep giving this away, Dave? He has the he has more points now than David Marshall did in about in well, about are you a third of the number of matches. That's impressive. His name, the reason why I wanted to do a hot, the reason why I wanted to say it is because during the match, I think... The announcer you, was saying something weird. Right. And I, that's the feeling when you hear it, you say, for maybe it's an American thing, you hear it and you say, my instinct is to say Yakupovich, to put the to put the accent on the po. On the po. It's not. It's not. It's Yakupovich. Yakupovich? Yakupovich. Yakupovich. Yakupa Wits. Yakupa Wits. Yakupa Wits? This podcast goal. Like Swiss Wits? Like Yakupa Wits. Yakupa. Yakupa Vich. It's Yakupa. Yeah, it, but it's on Yakupa. Yak. Yakupa. <laughs> but it's a soft. It's a soft. It's not on the top. It's a soft. Wish, like in other words, like so. I don't know if it's wits or wish. It's like something in between. It's I'm just getting wish. hungry for a now, sandwich. Now the announcers are gonna say you Koopa bitch. That's they, the they way they're gonna say that. They were saying something else weird. I, I'm telling you. The the point is, he is three point nine 
in a way, it's the same thing with other goalkeepers that have been on the lower lower tier, mid yeah. and lower tier teams. Not the big names, not De Gea, not Czech, not and now Courtois conceded a couple times here. Right. Why not have him and just start him? He was one of the most benched players. Yep. Lots of people bought him. I'm sure he's the second goalkeeper for a lot of for a lot of. But you can get away starting Premier League teams. Why not start him? What's his upcoming schedule? It's terrible. Home, <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> away. It's Liverpool, Arsenal, Burnley. It's the end of their really tough run. They they yeah. went five in a row. Really tough. They played like basically all of five of the top six. Wait till March. In March, he's away. Leicester. No, home, he's not going to be that. Mu- you're not going to get him for three points. You need to buy him now and stash him. Is what you're saying. And then yeah. he'll be he'll have hey, better starts. Anybody who still anybody like me who still owns Jordan Pickford and is just not doing anything about it. Jordan Pickford's four point one. Right. So, you're so making a tenth sure. of a dollar. Jordan Pickford's still owned by ten percent of people, and I'm sure most of it is that you. Do, why waste a transfer on your second goalkeeper? Yeah, it's Jakubovic. Jakubovic. Yeah. Do you know? Okay. I'm looking at his ownership stats, Brian. Jakubovic. Twenty point seven. Ownership. Jakubovic. Is that possible? Am I looking at the right thing? Jakubovic. I mean, you might be on. <laughs> I trust your eyes. I don't. Unless I'm looking at the wrong thing. I, he's owned yeah. by twenty point seven percent. His price owner. is not four anymore. It's. It, or it's not three point nine. It's, uh, it's, it's now already four. Up. It's already four. up. Yep. He's people are buying after this Manchester United result. He scored eleven points. Why not? Stoke one, Everton one. Peter Crouch with his one hundredth Premier League goal, canceled out by a Ryan Shawcross own goal. It was originally given to Seamus Coleman, but Shawcross deflected it in. I'm scared for Peter Crouch. Why? Because he's so tall. At and any lanky. point, his legs can snap. I know. Isn't that great? I, I realized how skinny and how unmuscular his legs are. Can I tell you a story? You're going to love this story. It has everything to do with what you just okay. said. Is it okay? Yeah, sure. Roughly nine years ago. No, let's see. It was 2006. Okay. I was watching the World Cup, right? Because it was 2014 was the last World Cup. Yeah. So 2006 World Cup, I was watching. It was kind of the first one that I really paid very close attention to, largely because the United States made it to the quarterfinals in 2002. So 2006, I'm watching, and I see England. I'm drawn to England because it's England. You know, it's the motherland for the United States. And so yeah, sure. I'm watching England, and they've got this striker, tall, 6'10", 6'11", whatever he is. 6'7", uh, I think. A young, youthful, you know, 6'11", 7'2". Sure. He looks eight foot out there. But... Peter Crouch. Yeah. And in my mind, I thought the exact same thing. This is 11 years ago that you just said, wow, that guy's legs look like they could snap at any time. Watched him throughout the entire World Cup. Yeah. Because I watched him so much, I looked him up. Do you know who he played for? Back then? Yeah. Spurs? Liverpool. Really? You want to know something? I did not know this. Yeah, give me some Peter Crouch uh, club history. I'm not going to do that. But what I'm going to tell you is this. 2006 following the World Cup is also when I started paying attention to the Premier League for the first time. Uh-huh. And do you know why I became a Liverpool fan originally? Peter Crouch? Yes. No way. Yes. Interesting. What huh? in the world? Who would have thought? I don't believe it. No, this now is... I expected maybe a Stevie G or, or... I got there. 
Sure. I got there because basically Peter, Peter Crouch, Crouch led me to Liverpool. Led you to your love of your life, Liverpool. Liverpool led me to research their history. Peter Crouch introduced you to dating Liverpool. Yes, I, and I, then you eventually married. I looked into the club history, got to Stevie G. Oh yeah, I'm all, yeah, man, yeah, absolutely right. Wow, full marriage. I'm gonna. You should tweet him and say thanks for thanks for helping me marry Liverpool. Happy 100th goal. Yeah. Thanks for helping me become and a Liverpool fan. Why not? Fan. Something feels a little. Speaking of guys that are ridiculously cheap for yeah, some reason, I'm glad he stopped that. And yeah, not owned very much. <laughs> Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. Despite... Wait, can we call this episode Peter Crouch colon a love affair? No, mm, all right. Not too technical. We don't discuss titles on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, right. I don't want people to get the wrong back idea. to you, Brian. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Look, the point is, Peter Crouch. Other than last week, where you would have guessed that he was not going to score against Manchester United. This is four out of the last five weeks that he's got at least a goal. A goal I know. He has yeah. a goal and an assist in two of the last five. Brother four Matt. Four goals in his last five. Brother Matt started him this week. That's really nice. I I own him. That's I put him on my bench this week. Yeah, well, not so I am him. not one of the people who does not own him. I at least own him, but, but he's only owned by 4.8% of folks. What's his price, Brian? 4.8. Dave, did you hear me? 4.8. 4.8. He just is, moved up to his 4. dollar 9. amount is four point nine. Wow. Here's my question, Scott Saido Barahino. What yeah. danger does he pose what as a rotation risk to Peter Crouch? Uh, wow. None, none Start. yet. Do it. None yet. None yet. Uh, Barahino came on in this match against Everton. Are we still calling him Bear Hippo? Has he slimmed up a little bit? He's slim. He's slimmer. Is he still like? Uh, he came on thick? four. Not Crouch. Joe Allen. Yes, because Crouch played the full 90. So yeah. I don't think he's too much of a threat. It's going to be a while till Barahino starts. Uh-huh. He's He was fit enough to come on off the bench, which can I just say, for him to be able to come on in this match after just having been purchased less than two weeks ago from West, uh, Brom. From West Brom completely makes me hate Tony Pulis more for going months saying he's not fit, he's not fit, he's not fit. Maybe he's not, but he was able to come on and play a few minutes today, just less than two weeks after being sold. Who do you hate more, Pulis or, or Mourinho? Mourinho? Okay. Don't need an explanation. I just wanted, yeah. Pulis is very close sure. second. Crouch is 20th in, uh, in forward scoring, which is really impressive considering how little in the scope of the whole season he's yeah. played. Um, he's in form. Even I, This is one of those guys. Some, this is the time of the year, by the way, can I just say, this is the time of the year now where you don't just buy the guys who are at the top of the overall standings at the positions. You've got to look for guys who are currently in form. Peter Crouch is 20th. He's surrounded in forward s- scoring right now by Divac Origi and Wayne Rooney and Ian Nacho and Slimani. They're all right around there. But Crouch is in find, form. That's fair. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, per the fantasy cheap. Premier League, this super is, cheap. This is a this is to your point, Scott. Out of the top fifteen captain selections this week, the top fifteen choices for people selecting their their captain, only Kevin De Bruyne scored. So hmm. captain choices, hmm. the differential choices in your captain, the lower ownership guys. This was another week where. Uh, where th- most of the top scorers are going to be guys that are owned less than 10% or around 10%. A lot of the top guys that gave you n- not much of a return this week at all. I, I have one thing to say about this What match. do you want to say about it, Dave? Marco Arnautovic, in he... my opinion, should have gotten the Most Wasteful Player of the Week award. Oh, really? He uh-huh. pretty much had two one-on-ones. 
with Joel Robles, and he lost. Robles is good, but you're right. You're absolutely right. But Marco's good. He's supposed Not to be real year. good, and he hasn't been. No, he's off this year. That's my Seamus analysis. Coleman? Of, Do you have anything my... for Seamus Coleman? Other than a curse. Can Not you give much. me the Irish curse, please? A curse you, Seamus. May you find the bees, but not the honey. Oh. <laughs> it's a weak one because he didn't get a goal. Yeah, it was taken away. I only credited with an assist because of the. It was a Shawcross own goal. For Shawcross to get the own goal, but it had to. Mean... It, it had to go to. Uh, it had to go to a. Referee's to, got it right. They had Scott, to go to. They, they, it had to go to, to right. officials. They got it right. It had to go to officials to determine. The outcome, because originally it looked it's like it might have deflected Sheamus. off Lukaku. Sheamus's goal, who was offside, who was offside, but he, he was in an offside position. They had to much deliberation, yeah, and they the referees decided and correctly that it didn't hit Lukaku. He was not in the way of the keeper, therefore could not have been offside, even though he was in an offside Maybe position. Maybe he deserves a full curse for making people do extra work to determine whether or not he <laughs> scored a goal. Yeah, that could be true. In a segment that uh, we like to call, how do the Premier League scriptwriters do so much so right? Upcoming weekend, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time in the United States, West Brom host Stoke. The Saido Barahino. Wow. Oh, man. Who was right, Tony Pulis or Mark Hughes? We'll find out soon, I would guess. Middlesbrough won. West Brom won. Alvaro oh, Negredo man. with the penalty kick goal. I'm still not buying Alvaro Negredo, guys. Uh, he might out make you eat those words by, by the James, end of the year. James Morrison. I don't think so. Middlesbrough are You've not been scoring him goals. for a long. I'm just, I know. I'm not he's saying scoring. I'm, I don't own him. He's the only one who scores. But he's not scoring nearly enough to save Middlesbrough right Middlesbrough now. Middlesbrough got their one goal. That's what they do. That's exactly right. It's it's they are this year's West Brom, and you know what they. They got a one-one result against West Brom. Good for them. There's not much to say here, right? I mean, stick to the. Stick disapp- to the script. I'm disappointed with Matt Phillips and Chris Brunt's performance, but I'm not changing. It's not changing my opinion. I still think they're some of the best owns in fantasy soccer. Yeah, like there weren't a lot of things that happened this week that made me change my mind to either buy or sell guys. No matter what the results were, Yakupovic is worth nope. looking. I mean, excuse me, Yakupovic. I still ya- don't know how Yakupovic. to say Yakupovic. <laughs> Yakupovic. Yakupovich. You got to say it softer. <laughs> say it like you're a voice in Aaron Ramsey's head trying to decide R- where Arsene Wenger is. Ruefully. Ya- Yakupovich. Yakupovich. With Yakupowitz. With mirth and ruefully. Yakupovich. What the frick is mirth? <laughs> mirth is happiness, man. Would you know what it is. Scholars. Would that nah. These two scholars I work with. What's wrong with you You two? know what the words are. Do we need to go to the next match? There's yeah, not a whole lot to talk about this here, except right? the disappointment all around for West Brom not being able Anyone to keep having defenders, a clean sheet. Not having a clean yeah. sheet. And Alvaro yeah. Negredo, who his price, yet again, a guy who scores a goal, and his price goes down from the time he scores a goal. Yeah. Interesting. The one guy who gets points. No, hardly anyone that is owned by on West Bromwich Albion you get no clean sheet from any of the defenders. Ben Foster loses a clean sheet. Matt Phillips returns you nothing. And... Another week of disappointment for Salomon Rondon. In all fairness, that's it. That's your very good, very good stuff, Brian. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. In all fairness to Alvaro Negredo, he is eighth overall in forward scoring. He's cheap. If you 
bought him to start the year because he started out with nine and ten in the first two weeks and everyone bought him and then he had ones and twos for the next seven matches and that's exactly the story with this guy if you want him in your lineup you've got to commit to him for the rest of the season he will have match weeks like this you know this this past one where he scored seven but he's going to have more ones than twos more ones and twos than anything else so he's a guy literally you have to buy him and just put him in there every week and not even look at his points and just trust that at the end of the year you're going to benefit by having the eighth best forward in your fantasy lineup. If that's what you want to do, go for it. I, that's, well, it's very possible this week someone could own uh, Kun Aguero, Sergio Aguero, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call him, yeah. even though they shouldn't have, started him. And then if they had Negredo, Negredo they could have lucked up and Negredo could have subbed in for him because – yeah, I mean that's that's but really. In my opinion, lucky. you shouldn't own either one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm moving on. All right. Burnley one, Leicester nil. Oh, so the lone goal in this match, Sam votes. Why are you acting like this is painful? Because Mike Dean, I have been a Mike Dean what? supporter all What's year wrong long. With Mike Dean, he has been the source of a lot of controversy. No one has has called. More penalty kicks than Mike Dean. Okay. Most of them I've defended. A couple of times you can't defend his calls. A couple of weeks ago, apparently he went down and, and was kind of demoted. He refereed a championship match. Back in the Premier League this past midweek. He learned his lesson, Brian. Well, yeah. you're going to referee in the championship. You're going to learn your lesson. Well, of course, you're going to learn some kind of lesson somewhere along the line. He's alive. Isn't yeah, he? but right. according to Men and Blazers, I didn't see it, but according to Men and Blazers, he called for a penalty kick on a foul that was outside the box in that championship match. No way. <laughs> so then he got promoted back in the back. Premier League, and there were no less than four incidents inside the penalty box. For you know, if you take the two clubs combined, there were four different incidents. I think it was two per club, if I remember right. And he didn't call a penalty on any of them or wave off the play. The fourth one he was the Sam the Vokes goal. He swallowed the whistle. Which bounced off his arm before Vokes kicked it in. I, I don't know. It's it's tough to say Mike Dean did the wrong thing. I honestly didn't research it enough to know, mostly because it was Burnley versus Leicester, and I didn't really care. Sure. Despite the fact that Burnley is top half in the table. Despite the fact that Leicester They're is in a relegation dumpster battle. fire. Relegation. Someone in this podcast. Reality. It's true. Someone in this podcast. It's true. Predicted this. You did. Someone on this podcast has heaped curses upon Lester ever since they refused to give up Vardy and Mares. You're probably going to be right. I think I am going to be right. If there's one thing I might be right on all year, it's the fact that the miracle season was even more of a miracle than we thought it was last year. And it's even more of a miracle that Arsenal didn't buy... The two guys who now no one wants in Vardy and Mares, and I hope those guys realize the stupid decisions that they made, staying a part of a team that is the dumpster fire called Leicester City. Yeah. Well, look at the bottom, Dave. Do you trust Middlesbrough to to to, to be higher than them? Maybe I don't mm. know. Swansea, looking up. It's true. Maybe. Crystal Palace. Do you honestly think they're going to stay at eighteen? No, 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 no. no. Crystal Palace already looks a different team, and yep. we'll get to them. Yep. But it it is fascinating. There Crystal three, Palace, Brian, is not staying in 18th. They are not. No. There were three big 
winners in the January window among those who bought players. Three big clubs that won. One we've already discussed. Unfortunately, it didn't reflect in this past match week's results, but West Ham, I think, was one. Bringing in Jose Font, I think, will yeah, pay off for them. I think so. And Robert Snodgrass from Hull. I yes, think that's who a big he did not play, I don't think, this past weekend. The second, he subbed on. The second he subbed biggest on. winner was, I think, Burnley. I know that Ashley Westwood and Robbie Brady are not sexy buys, but both of them are already go- are going to bring even more to what's been a solid defense at Burnley, and I think you're going to see even better things with them. I wouldn't be surprised if Burnley... I would not be surprised. Um, I, I, I had to catch myself. This is, a, this is a substantial moment here. It will not surprise me if Burnley are challenging for seventh place at the end of the season. I know that they're still thinking about staying out of the relegation battle. They're, they're looking down right now. How many now. points do they have, Brian? They're 10th in the table at the moment. Yes, they have 29 points. They have 29 points tied with Stoke City. Right now. So they're going to get to the magical number of 40, right? They'll get there. They're not, Burnley's not getting relegated. Certainly, I don't think so either. I think, I think things are looking up for them, not down. They'll finish between 12 and, and 8. Is there anything else fantasy-wise that we want to discuss here? I don't think so. Avoid Lester like all Brian, my information in this podcast has been some of my best info I've ever given. I agree. I am totally on board with everything you've done so far. That is so Tom Heaton had another big big scoring week with clean sheet. How about Tom Heaton? Bournemouth nil. Crystal Palace 2. The Cherries are shut out. Largely thanks to a reworked Crystal Palace back three. Up the Eagles. Back three formation. Uh, the goal is coming from Scott Dan and Christian Benteke. He could have called that probably. Hey, Patrick Von Anholt and Wilfred Zaha, who is back from the AFCON, uh, you know, African Cup of Nations, that guy didn't miss a beat. Nope. He is threatening he, again he put one and off again. The woodwork. Yep. I, look, you get a clean sheet from the defenders, you get a goal from. You get Scott a goal da- from Dan. You get bonus points from Dan. You get uh, didn't want to, who's the other? I know, but listen, I haven't owned Scott Dan's ownership can't be that much. He has not been Crystal Palace. We we've referenced this before. They have not had many clean sheets this year. Period. Their defenders have not been worth owning. Now I have things might him be on changing. My bench. Things might be changing. I think they definitely are because they also brought in Mamadou Sako on loan from Liverpool. Yep. And uh, and don't sleep on Jeff Schlupp in the midfield. And also uh, their new signing, someone, honestly, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but they brought him in from Olympiacos, Luka Milivojevic. Um, That's probably pretty close. He, <laughs> I'm telling you, my sources are telling me he might be fantasy relevant before the look, season is done. Look, here's my question. According to the Fantasy Premier League, if you go to the defender list for Crystal Palace, you have Patrick Van Onholt, Scott Dan, Damian Delaney, Joel Ward, Joel Ward, James Tompkins. Look, I think my question is obvious here. How is it possible that there are five Crystal Palace defenders who are all listed as playing the full 90 minutes? Did they play with a back five? Yes, that's what I was saying. Back, they, they had a back three with, with wing with backs. With two wing backs that, that play like a crisp run. It's Brunt. the in vogue formation this year, and it worked for Palace in this match. And I'm you're, you're talking about Van Onholt and Zaha on that left side. It, name a club for me that has more pace on the left now than Crystal Palace. 
Name a better back five. I, I know I'm getting carried away a little Easy, bit. Easy, Scott. All right, you're right. That was a little crazy. Chelsea's got the better back five. Easy. But I'm high on Crystal Palace. I think they won the window. They won the January transfer window. And I think that suddenly, suddenly, you're going to see them come into form. And we're going to be owning a few Crystal Palace players at very the, soon. At the very least, for the next for the next six weeks, other than home against Tottenham Hotspur, you get matches five of the next six against bottom half yep. clubs. Telling you. After that, they basically alternate. They do what a lot of teams do. They alternate good and bad matches so what for are the we rest saying? of the season. We're saying they're defenders, especially the wingbacks. So Van Anholt and Ward were the two wingbacks, part of that three. So are, are we saying, are we being so bold as to say that Crystal Palace, who has had almost no clean sheets all year, now with this change, with the incoming players. Yeah, it, it was Joel Ward. Yeah. Joel Ward playing on the right. Yeah, and Van Anholt on the left. And Dan Delaney. But and he was on, Ward was on Zaha's side. Ward was on Zaha's side. In your face, Scott. I'm Let's kidding. All this out. But think about that. All it right, was so Van Onholt on Jason Punchin's side. Yes. So Crystal Palace. I'm. I'm. I'm telling you, they're looking up. It's going to happen. They're. They, uh, we're going to be buying them. Yeah. In abundance. And here's the here's the guy. You don't have to own Van Onholt at four, at five full dollars. He's never swi- He's never really wavered off of five all season long, even when he was with Sunderland. As bad yeah. as as bad as Sunderland was, even with him because right. of the attacking threat. I don't know that anybody who had him. I didn't sell him all season. I've had him. That, I've had him from right. the beginning of the season. It's Wilfred Zaha. He is five and a half. I don't know what you're. I don't know what guy you're going to get with that kind of potential. He right. had ninety one points. Yeah, yeah, and he's well, been, and he's he was. Been out. I loved him. I loved him before right. the you African were all Cup over of Nations. Zaha, but I'm saying that so many people sold him. His price is five and a half. This is like now the it's chance. time to buy him back. This is the chance. Would you rather have him or Lalana going forward? And that's probably a <laughs> stupid question. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Well, the- I own both, and I'm not going to sell either one right now. Okay. Swan. Oh, by the way, the irony is not lost on me that Sam Allardyce's club won the transfer window considering how he lost his England well, job. Well, so, okay, r- real quickly, I wanted to say this. If you're a team that is focused on winning the transfer, the January transfer window, then you're a team that's in trouble. Because sure. if you're one of the top clubs, you don't care about the trans- January transfer window unless you have some injuries. Yeah, no one in the top six was were big buyers. No, no and, the, and as they shouldn't be. Right. And again, unless you have injuries and you really got to plug a hole somewhere. Yeah. Now, you see a lot of teams in the relegation yep. battle – and or concerned about the bottom half, a lot of them were making moves. And we already named the three who I think won. Sunderland, big losers. Yeah. Swansea, iffy. Um, the manager was the biggest purchase for them in January, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Hall City, I think, is going to come out looking okay, too. Swansea, two. Speaking of the Swans. Swansea, two. Southampton, one. Up the Swans. <sighs> Alfie Mawson's trying to make me look bad, guys. Southampton is an enigma. Yeah, they are. Twelfth like, place now, is that right? What? You know you know what I do with them? Stay as far away yes, from them are. as possible. Stay as far away from them as possible. But if you're a Premier League team, you never know what Southampton team's showing well, up today. By the time we were f- recording last week's show, the news on Virgil van Dyke was didn't look too bad, might not be out for very long, didn't yeah. expect it to be very long. 
Now it's three months. Now, wow. Yeah. He's done for the myself last week. You lose Font, you lose Van Dyke, and now your back four is Kuko, Martina, and Yoshida. Maya Yoshida. Now, I Ryan will Bertrand, say, and some guy. I will say this. <laughs> if you're someone like me who had who owned Neil Taylor, and now Neil Taylor is not even in the Premier League, he's with Newcastle in the championship. Yeah. I have to replace him. He was very cheap. I will look to replace him with another cheap defender. And I am hoping that Kuko Martina and or Yoshida are very cheap. Yoshida is 4.2, and he's one of the most transferred in defenders. Yeah. He and That's not a surprise. He and Mason Holgate are two of the most transferred in. They've already gone up 0.1. So they're both at 4.2 right now. Mason Holgate is tough for everybody because he got subbed off at halftime. Or he only played 45 minutes. Kuko Martina, the 2007. I got twice no, this week. Uh, Martina did not play in this match. The, the I just want to say that because I like his name. Of Jordi Amat on this podcast. What? He's the 2017 version of Jordi Amat. Who? Kuko Martina. Oh, yeah. Jordi Amat, ownership <laughs> update, 9.8%. <laughs> so ridiculous. But there's not, that's the problem with guys like I that. I still though. own him, Scott. I know. I still own him. Because too. he's like my fifth. He's like my last defender. Like, I right. just need a warm just body. By Alfie Mawson already. Everyone's Apparently got he's doing t- well. Everyone's got the the same tough decision with somebody like Jordi Amat. Now he's not playing. That's the really bad thing. Right. So he's, he's not and, getting any yeah. minutes. Paul Clement's not going to play him. It's the same reason why I still own he's Nathan. He's horrible. Ake, why would you play him? What am I going to do? Sub out my defenders? I've got other people to sub, just like yeah. everyone else does. It's hard when you're chasing substitution, free transfers. You know, if you're not willing to take the negative points, it's really hard. To you know, to sometimes to get to some of these guys. That's why sometimes you just get stuck with guys on your bench. Yeah. You just can't get to them because I had Virgil. I had right. Virgil and in my you lineup. Gotta, I now had, you got to transfer him out. Exactly. I had to sell him, and that's kept other guys on my bench that maybe you know it, it looks funny that I yeah. still have, but I just can't get to them with my free transfer. But that's why it's good to still have that wild card now that the January transfer window's open. It's good to have a wild card still remaining in your back. It's true. I agree. Uh, Gilfie also scored. I've kept the faith Seagerson of Gilfie. He's a guy I kept week. in my lineup. Man, he's killing me. I kept him, him in my lineup. And guess who came back a little bit? Shane Long. Shane Long with a goal. Uh, uh, that's the one guy, Dave. Uh, when you say. I know, but I'm. Well, me personally, away, I'm though. staying away from him. Right. J Rod, Shane Long, it's look, all the same. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is he's real cheap. And he's the guy. If there's going to be a scorer now, it sure looks like it's going to be Shane What's Long. What's his price? He is six. Point one. But I mean, would you? Oh, but stop. He's streaky. And would I rather stop, own him or Peter Krause? Thank you. I would rather own Peter. Krause. Okay, there you go. Would I rather own him or Andy Carroll? I would Andy Carroll. Rather own Andy. Carroll. Absolutely. Andy He's only Carroll. point one more. So what are yeah. you gonna do? Own him? Not if you own Shane Long, you deserve to be punched in the crotch. Why? We just proved why. Why you should own him? Why? You have to be all violent. About I don't it. have any reason. Who would you rather own, Jermaine Defoe or Shane Long? Yeah, not that. Like the same. Just a, asking. When did we buy it? When did we uh, add a sound effects man to our our cast? Jermaine I mean, Defoe's probably, done nothing for several weeks. Yeah. You selling him? Who, who's yeah? Who's he? Is he'll score a brace this week? I'll put money on it right, right now. That was us punching our hands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brian, give us our injury roundup. Howdy, partners! It's the injury roundup. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> injury random. Yeah, uh, there's a few guys. It's Dave, we talked about Aaron Ramsey earlier. Yeah, here's your big teaser. What officially happened to him, right? Arson Wenger 
gave updates on two of your guys, Dave, Aaron Ramsey and Ox. About Aaron Ramsey, he says it's a calf strain. Like mm. that guy needs any more soft tis- tissue muscle injuries. <laughs> yeah, Cooper. Yeah, It's a calf strain. I don't know how long he will be out for, but it's a calf strain. He reiterated the fact that it's a calf strain. I want his think, biggest. I think he wants concern? us to know more than anything that this is a calf strain for Aaron. Ramsey's biggest concern is that with everyone else healthy, he's just losing time on the field. Oh yeah, he's, because if someone else plays well, then he's not going to have a chance to get back in the game when he comes back. Uh, Oxlade Chamberlain was limping a little during the second half. Is this a, is this a problem? Is he a doubt for the Chelsea game, Arsene Wenger? No, I don't think so. I think he should be all right. That's your arsenal. Oh, nice. Uh, probably the, I would think a, a big one for fantasy folks, especially when there were no concerns heading into the weekend for Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Bournemouth was Charlie Daniels. Yeah, Charlie Daniels probably wrecked a few uh, defensive lineups this weekend. It was a knock in training, and now the it was a knee knock. Yeah, and so now the question is, they did a, they you know I don't know what a scan looks like for for Premier League players. So they didn't think it was anything concerning, but they're not sure if he's going to be ready. Charlie Daniels is probably going to be a it might be a doubt for this weekend at Everton. Eddie Howe saying we don't think it's serious, but we don't know whether. That's not good. Mm. And the latest news for Danny Rose. Danny Rose is probably the biggest one of the weekend, I would guess. That's that's really not good for Spurs because they're already short. Uh, Pochettino saying we need to assess him. This was after the game yesterday. He said we need to assess him tomorrow. We hope it's not a big issue. But he felt in a tackle that he twisted his We'll see tomorrow. It was a rough-looking tackle. It It wasn't dirty by any means, but it was a it was one of those plays where two guys just came together and looked yeah. like it could cause injury. Yeah. Uh, and then we mentioned Virgil van Dyke. He is de- he is months. definitely gonna be out for months. This is a months long injury. Yeah. Uh, the other guy that was out for Spurs was Hugo Larice. He did not play. Michael Vorm got Vorm. Vorm got the start. Uh-huh. Larice was just sick. Oh, okay. He actually really was just sick. Got the flu or something, maybe. You know, I don't know. I wasn't there at the toilet. Mm. That's your injury roundup. We stumbled through. I apologize to everyone who had to listen to me this podcast. <laughs> How many hours was this? <laughs> it's it felt a lot longer than it was. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the upside of this episode. Every person listening probably felt the same thing. Our 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 audience dwindled throughout this this pod. Scott, Please don't unsubscribe. Where can people see us? Get us. You know, Twitter is the best place at Fantasy Soccer FC. Always active and hot. On Absolutely. Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook, the Fantasy Soccer FC page. Uh, our website is fantasysoccerfc.com. This yeah. past week, we posted on our blog a little comparison. Some excellent, excellent work done on the, on the comparison between the NFL, National Football League. You Americanos know what that is. And the Premier League and their seasons yep. and how the seasons end. It is a must read. You got to check it out. FantasySoccerFC.com. 
Perfect. I think this podcast was not far off of what Pep Guardiola said about Gabriel Jesus. Oh, really? What did he say about Gabriel Jesus? You never know. It's like a watermelon. You have to open and see if it's good or not. (laughs) The perspective was good. He's a young talent, but he has a huge mentality. He's so aggressive. And what does it mean to have a huge mentality? I don't know. What does that mean? I have no idea. Hey, let's let's stop the suffering at this point. This brings us to the end of our pod. Hey, uh, my coffee was good. The chocolate chip cookie was good. David, the podcast not so much, but we'll try better next time. Sure, sure. There's always the next time for David and for Brian and for Scott. Why are you guys mocking me? We're at the end. Hey. For Fantasy Soccer FC. Until next time.